It's time for some foreplay for your cheap ass. Keg foreplay starring the shipwrecks. And with her, as always, I am Shipwreck. You, you are Shipwreck. I am. I'm your other host. I, I tried to mix it up there. I was you did. Of saying the same it thing. always throws me a little bit when you mix it up because I never. I try, I try to keep it exciting for all the listeners there. What am I going to say next? Uh, well, according to the outline, you're going to talk about our last episode in house cleaning. Yes, that's that's generally that's not mixing it up very much. That's that's pretty much what we do here at this at this point in the show. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so you listed some posts that were made in response to the last episode. Also firmly entrenched in the uh, in the classic CAG Four Play podcast mold. There, right. Well, what we don't have is somebody like pardon the interruption that goes back and and tells us what we said like wrong, a, like a stat boy. Oh, we got plenty of those on the board though. Right. Well, we don't have anyone that we're actually, you know, oh, no. using at the time of of recording. Release. Yeah. No, no. No. So we talked a lot about the Looney Tunes game. The uh, concert conductor. I don't even remember the name of it something. right now. Cartoon Concerto. conductor. Cartoon. Concerto? Yeah, conductor. Something. Something along those lines. Looney Tunes. Uh, it's a music game, and we were talking about the different songs, and Ultimo Ray said, What's Opera Doc was the opera episode uh, with Kill the Rabbit as part of the lyrics. The Rabbit of Seville is the one where Fudd chases bugs into the theater and he puts them in the barber chair. So there okay. was some clarification there. there. Yeah, yeah. That, that is, of course, that episode. Right. And Cag Otherland also said, Furthermore, Kill the Rabbit is actually Ride of the Valkyries by Richard Wagner. I think that's New that's fact. Wagner. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. Now, if this is still unfamiliar and you're looking for another pop culture reference, this piece was used in Apocalypse Now. I've seen that movie too. I, I think its use in uh, Kill the Wabbit or What's Opera Doc is slightly better than Apocalypse Now. Well, I, I if we were to sit down and list the pros and cons of of both. What's Opera Doc and mm-hmm. Apocalypse Now? I think on that scale, yes, What's Opera Doc would, would come out ahead of Apocalypse Now for me. I'm not quite sure what what uh, criteria you're using there, but I'm going to go with it because I'm, I'm just don't have the brain capacity to argue with you right now. <laughs> well, this is going to be a great episode then. <laughs> I win. <laughs> you win that round. Got it. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that you were grossly mistaken on was something pointed out by Who Knows, who said the PS3 coming with uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 is actually the 80 gig model. There is a 40 gig model, but that's the gray one, and you can only get it on Konami's site. So you were wrong. Well, in my defense, I definitely was wrong about that. But it is hard <laughs> to keep track of all these PS3 SKUs. Especially because we already own one. Exactly. When When you buy one... 
You then just you, don't care. You, yeah, you tend to not care about all these other SKUs that it's come out. like when out. you buy a car, you don't want to know when the new model comes out and all the great stuff it has. You well, don't care. I, I think we have, focus on the one you got. Well, we have the, the ultimate version of the PS3 currently because ours, like we talked about last episode, ours has all the PS2 hardware built into it. Right. So I, I'm not in the market for a new PS3. And it's hard to, it's hard for me to keep track of which ones play PS2 games. And in this instance, since there were two different bundles with Metal Gear Solid, I didn't even realize that. I thought there was just one. Right. Uh, that's where I got a little bit confused there. But hopefully everybody's enjoying that game. And they got the console that they wanted. Yeah. Terp Kristen wrote, Ship, did you ever end up trying Frogger 2? Is it as disastrous as I'd expect it would be? You tried it. I was there. It's boring. It's pretty bad, yeah. It's not, but you can't call it bad, because there's not anything that's bad about it. It's just not good. It's mediocre. But it's boring and mediocre. So I think when you add those two together, it equals bad. No, I think a game has to do something to qualify itself as being bad. Like This game has no reason to exist. Or... There's nothing about it that you can say, oh, that right there, that really sucks. It just is boring. There's nothing about it that makes it good. Yeah. Well, I think my problem with the game is I'm a big Frogger fan. Right. And I actually liked the Frogger games that were on the PlayStation 1. Yeah, you played those a lot. Yeah, believe it or not, that was one of the games that I got when I got my first PlayStation 1. It was Final Fantasy VII, Frogger, and that really bad Crow game based off the the second movie, City of Angels. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Frogger and Final Fantasy VII were great games. This is like the PlayStation version games. Right. Uh, it's, it's like Frogger going through mazes and, and having to defeat enemies and use his tongue to catch stuff, but it's not as good. And it, it, it blows my mind that that's probably been 10 years now, at least since that original Frogger on the PS1 came out and it got worse. Did it get worse, or have your ta- tastes just changed? No, I think this is worse. I, I think. But what if about I went it back, makes it worse? It's boring. But what about it is different? What ha- What did they not do in this game that they did in the other game that made the other game entertaining? It was fresh in 1996 or 97, right. whenever it came out. Right. So right. you can't tell me that you go back and play. If I handed you Frogger from 10 years ago... You're going to be like, wow, this is a great game compared to the Frogger that you just played. No, you've just matured. Games have gotten better. Games are different. Just like I love, I love Bond from the 64. I'm not going to go back and play and talk about how awesome it is and how we should all just be playing that online together. Screw Halo 3. No. Things progress, but you can't blame... But it didn't progress. Exactly. (laughs) But you can't say it's worse or any... But it is worse. I can say that all I want. (laughs) I I know for a fact this is worse than the PlayStation version of Frogger that came out 10 years ago. Why? But you haven't... you're, You're back to the same argument. You have not told me what makes it worse. You just said that the reason why... You don't like it is because it's coming out now as opposed to 10 years ago. Well, it's not fun. I had fun. <laughs> PlayStation 1 Frogger, fun. Xbox Live Arcade Frogger 2, not but fun. But that's not the game. It's the timing in which it's been released. They, they made it for babies, too. Did you watch the story mode that went along with it? The little no. cutscenes and everything? No. Oh, it, it's pretty bad. 
but I'm not arguing. Well, you are. <laughs> I'm not arguing that it is a game that we should be playing because I don't think it needs to. You wanted to turn it off as quickly as I did. I know. <laughs> and you weren't even playing it. Just stop and listen. Okay. It's not the game that you don't like. It's not? No, it's just the time that it's been released. If that game would have been released 10 years ago, you'd be talking it up. <laughs> okay. But, you, but can't it wasn't. Say it's, you can't say it's worse than the original, though. But it is. I think you can say, I have every right <laughs> to say that. I, it's the same. It no, it's not. It is the same not. game. Yes, it is. Well, okay. We, we, we'll just disagree on this. It's the same stupid but, game. It's just that now it looks that much worse in comparison to all the better stuff that's come out in the meantime. But it's the same thing. Maybe. But I think you're wrong. I, I'm going to stay on my ground and, and say, you're wrong. I'm right. All right. Well, then you should go get the original Frogger, pop it in your PlayStation, and see how much fun that is to play for an hour. My it, guess is it's going to be the exact same amount of fun as you had playing this Frogger 2 or whatever. 3, whatever. <laughs> Which okay. is not any. All right. Enough, enough Frogger 2 talk. That's. I think we talked about it longer than I've played it. We did. I think we talked about it longer than anyone else has talked about it, too. Uh, Our victory is on its way back from Outlaw Moogle in California. Oh, it's actually on its way back to Outlaw Moogle now. Uh, so he should have it any day now. Yeah, so, it's uh, going to Outlaw Moogle. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah it's going out so, that way. It so. says, oh, it's on, it's on its way back to us. No, no, that that's just a typo on on the outline. I, I'd <laughs> okay. appreciate it if you just skipped over that <laughs> and said okay. yes, it's going to outlaw. Would Google. you like to argue about how that somehow is right and what you typed? No, I'm pretty sure that's that's wrong. That's wrong. See, the last person who had it, a leader one, was in California. So right. instead of retyping the whole sentence, I just switched out ah. the name okay. to who it's with now or who it's going to. So wait, did it come to Ohio and then go back to California? Yes. Huh. Yes. It's traveling the globe. Mm-hmm. Uh, down at the ships, what have we have been playing? You put down Ninja Gaiden 2. You've played I've, a little bit I've of played it. another level of it, and I'm still liking it a lot. You put down Daxter. I played another level or two of that, and I'm still mediocre on it. And you put down Monster Madness, which we played all of five minutes before both of us got headaches and decided that this was not the game for us. I want to try it again in single player, or it has online co-op, and I know Wombat and Kamish both have it, so I might be able to play with them sometime. But, yeah, the camera, you cannot play it two players like on the same screen. It's like having a seizure. Yeah. It, follow, it only follows you. Which is weird, because I was the second player. Right. But the the camera's constantly, like, jittering. Twitching yeah. and moving and following, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it! I had the worst migraine about five minutes into it. Yeah, and, and I had heard that they had made a big patch that was supposed to make it better and everything. I think all that patch did was make it easier because I remember playing the demo for it. We played the demo a long, long time ago, and we got killed pretty easily. And we were lasting plenty long in this one. It's just we couldn't stand looking at the screen. No, it's just a lot of stuff going on. You're Not even enough that your eyes could focus on it. Uh, we've also played the heck out of Lego Indian Jones. Yeah, that that was Saturday. Yeah, all day, all day Saturday. All day we Saturday. That. that is what we did. <laughs> and I don't think either of us changed out of our pajamas. No. So, do you have any thoughts about Leo Indiana Jones? 
Anything you, you've gained from the uh, the weekend-long well, play of we it? We talked about the achievements before. Where, you... where both players get them now. Right. That's good. One Camera thing... angle is still the issue, the biggest Yeah, there's a lot of parts issues. where the second player needs to drop out. Right. Because then the camera can focus in on one player and they can Otherwise, see what they're doing. Otherwise, you're too far away or it's impossible to jump. The jumping's a little yeah. questionable and at times. It's a, it's a pretty glitchy game, too, because we had two instances. Two, where we had to restart. Yeah, what, one level, there was a piece that we needed to open up a door. And, and it that, got thrown up into the air. Yeah, it was just hanging there in like the middle the of the ceiling. air and we could not reach it. So we had to restart that level. And then another level right after that, we were fighting a boss... Where even though all his and, uh, his uh is the boss in Temple, Temple of Doom, Doom. Uh, even though all his hearts were gone, he refused to die. No, he, was he just, just kept on fighting, standing there fighting back, and you couldn't do anything. No, there there was nothing to be done. So we had to just. It was like we were kept waiting for the cutscene. There was no cutscene. No, he just he just kept on coming over and beating on us. But it it, it is what it is. I mean, uh, we we beat the game. We're going for like 100% still. I still like the Lego games, but this one seemed much more glitchy than They've Star always Wars. they've always been somewhat glitchy. Uh I mean, I just remember the whole reason why we didn't go through and get all the achievements in uh Star Wars was because number 1, they only went to the first player, and number 2, there were all those impossible achievements that were like, you know, get through every level without dying and that just it, with two people, it just doesn't seem like that's yeah. They've they've cut happens. down on some of the content on Lego Indiana Jones from the Star Wars ones, where there's not as many different uh, goals to achieve going through the levels. Right. Uh, you don't have like timed runs, or you have, don't have to get a certain amount of coins and right. a certain amount of time. Um, so they kind of cut it back, and it's easier because of that now. It's easier, which I think makes it a little more enjoyable. Some of the achievements are ridiculous though with two players because. There's like an achievement for everything you can do in the game. There's an achievement for how many times you do it. So like every time you swing with Indy's whip, uh, I think you have to get like 250 swings on his whip. So we literally spent like 10 minutes just pressing the B button, swinging back and forth yeah. to get that achievement. Yeah. But uh, that that's pretty much we've everything we've been playing. It, though. Yeah. I mean, we're at like 90% with only like half of the achievement points, so... We've still got some playing to do. I wouldn't mind going back to the Star Wars games if I knew that they had fixed that achievement problem. We have to find that out about uh, the complete saga. Yeah. To to figure out if both players get the achievements now. It would be worth buying the complete saga and getting rid of the copies we have. Sure. Um, shopping. We've bought nothing. I bought my plane ticket for E3. That counts. But that is why we've bought nothing. Well, well Cheapy's going to reimburse Versus for that, but uh, the but whole E3 no and money. vacation trip, yes. But uh, sucking the money out of the video game fund. Yeah, I, I gotta say it's fun to get all these emails from uh, from video game companies now trying to set up meetings with me for E3. I, I well, and you got an invitation. I like it. It's fun for the Mortal Kombat versus DC event at Comic Con the week after. In yeah, San Diego. that that's bad timing for me. I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it back out. No, that. you Even can't though, go I, back to California. I really like Midway games, and I'm a big Mortal Kombat fan, and I'm still hesitant about the whole Mortal Kombat versus DC license. I just don't st- see how it's going to work out well for either brand. Right. Uh, but I would have loved to have gone to the, that event, um, but it's just not in the cards. 
I, I'm sure I'll see it some at E3 anyways. Yeah. It seems it, it would have been nice for you to be able to go, but that would be like three straight weeks of you not being here. And... Yeah, that, that's not going to work. No. Um, I really wish Midway could have worked that around my schedule. Yeah. Or you could just stay out in California for the week after and work. Can you do work from California? <laughs> um, and then you wouldn't have to fly back. Or you could just fly to San Diego from L.A. Yeah, but... I don't know. It was, it was nice of them to invite me. I liked that. It was. It was very nice. I wish you I, I would have liked to have had order orbs with uh, Ed Boone and company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got contests. We've got some prizes to give away from Sweet. last week. Uh, last week we had a contest for Command and Destroy courtesy of DSI. And the contest was your favorite use of minions in a game. And the winner is GT. Yeah. Just uh, CAG. Cag GT. Capital G, capital T. Uh, who said, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Fantastic little helper minions. Wasn't crazy about the Overlord demo? Okay, I guess. He also likes filet minions, which I liked. Yeah, that's that's very, very I, cute. I hope he has kids because that's a dad joke. That is definitely a dad joke. I, I <laughs> or like, save that one up. I, I like those bad puns. Um, <laughs> so, well, yeah, Symphony of the Night, great use of minions. I agree with that choice. See? Uh, it was a good contest. Very well done. I agree. Yes. Uh, the other prize that we had was Beyond Good and Evil for the PC, courtesy of Rob Just. And uh, he wrote, or well, the contest was, Game You Wish Would Get a Sequel. Mm -hmm. And the winner is Mr. Gone, who said, Psychonauts, Raz's Adventure is Just Beginning, which I agree. Psychonauts was a great game. Yeah, he actually wrote some more and he had a spoiler tag in there, but... uh. I didn't even click on the spoiler tag because we never finished Psychonauts. No, no, we we need to finish it. Yeah, we've gotten really bad over the over the years at not finishing games. Psychonauts is a long game. It got really long. Yeah, uh, that's my only complaint about Psychonauts was that it's a great platformer, but it's gets a little bit stretched out. Yeah, there's a lot of content there, which which is great for your getting your money's worth, but uh, I get distracted easily. But well, on my my pick for that was going to be uh, psyops. I really like psyops. Um, that I never was played it. No, it's not your type of game. It was the third person shooter where you also had uh, like psychic abilities where you could set people on fire with your mind, or you could pick oh, them up yeah. and throw them around, and you could pick up boxes and like surf on top of the boxes and find little yard gnomes and everything. It was a great game. Uh, I know Midway got into some financial trouble, uh, or they at least got sued because of that game because somebody said that they stole their idea of uh, care, like military units with psychotic powers or whatever. Uh, so I don't know if that's why they didn't make a sequel or it just didn't sell well enough, but it was a great game. Well, this week's prize is Patapon for the PSP. Courtesy of Rob Jess, thank you again for the many, many prizes that you've provided. Uh, a whole cabinet's worth. Yeah, we have a whole CAG prize cabinet. Yeah. Uh, the contest this week, what did we say, is aside from the obvious noises in Super Mario or any Mario game and any Zelda game, what are what's the best use of sound effects in a game? So, like, one of those noises that you hear automatically and you know what level it was at and what game. Yeah, or... sort of your most memorable sound effect, I guess. Yeah. 
because Patapon is, of course, a sound rhythm-based game, and just listening to the title gets the little Patapon noise in my head. Oh, of course. Yeah, it's a good game. So moving on to new releases, because we do have some this week, um, and some are worth talking about. Uh, there is a lot of portable games this week. If if you are a on-the-go gamer, there's is... there's a lot of stuff for you. Not so much for the uh, stuff you need to plug into your TV to play. No. Um, I never, I mean, I don't, I'm not an on-the-go gamer, but that doesn't mean that I don't sit and play Pokemon on my DS for hours on end. Okay, multi-platform. Sure. Uh, Code Lyoko, Quest for Infinity. Yeah, this is uh, the first of two Code Lyoko games this week. Let's go ahead and get both of them out of the way here. Oh, uh, thank goodness. This one is for the PS2 and the PSP, and it came out last year for the Wii. Okay, last uh, year for the Wii? Yeah, last year for the Wii. Okay. Uh, it, just a port over to these consoles. Uh, it's kind of a mediocre um, platformer, but okay. apparently if you're a fan of the show, which is a French cartoon where characters are they're battling this evil virtual, I don't know, overlord entity thing, that I got a great description going you're there. Really, yeah, you're really making this game seem very appealing. Well, yeah, they, they got to do like time travel and, and virtual world stuff. Apparently, if you're a fan of the series, <laughs> you'll like this game. You'll like this. Okay. This is what you like if you like Code Lyoko, or possibly know what Code Lyoko is. <sighs> okay. So, what's the other Code Lyoko game? The other one is a DS only game that is a turn-based slash real-time Fall of RPG. Zana? Yes, F-A-N-A? Fall. Fall of Zana. That's the bad person group entity overlord. Entity? overlord thing okay uh they are falling in that one so i'm guessing you are winning and (laughs) you are winning at a rpg oh this is an rpg yeah it's an rpg uh on the bottom screen you get to uh just touch your actions that you want your characters to do uh so that's how you select through all your menus that you typically go through in these rpgs Uh, i am familiar with the rpg concept yes yeah, that's about all I know about it. Is what an RPG is? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what and I know. it is one? I, I, I've combined what I know about RPGs and what I learned about Code Lyoko on Wikipedia. Okay. And that is my preview. All right. I'm not going to critique it because I've got some equally great previews coming up. Uh, Deadliest Catch, Alaskan Storm, Speak of the Devil. There's the show Deadliest Catch on the Discovery Channel where they go fishing. In yeah, the I'm familiar storms. with it. I, I saw on all the video game websites you can go and meet the uh, the people from the show at a Seattle GameStop this week. Yeah, and the people from the show um, are the ones that really have been, you know, promoting the game because it really is based on the show. Um, it, surprisingly, I, I was thinking it was going to be like one of those Cabela's, you know, type games. Right. But it's a strategy game. Okay. So you have to hire your crew and buy a ship and buy all your supplies and make sure you don't run out of food. And then you go and you crab fish for a certain amount of time and try and crab. I've never seen the show. Crab fishing, I'm assuming, just is throwing a net over the side of the boat. Nets, yeah. I I can't imagine traps. 
I can't imagine that's the most compelling part of the game. I, I would think that's why they went well, with the strategy you, route. You have to you have to look for the weather and where the the water temperature and salinity is the most supportive of of crabs. Of crabs. Okay. Right. Well, it, it seems like it's faithful to but the then, show. But then there's bad storms, which is the deadliest catch part, you know, because you're out in sea. It actually does not sound that bad. There's some storms where you have a, what did the description say, a, a live or die ratio of 50-50 or something, like half your crew will die in one storm. and. Well, well that's no good. No. I'm, so it, it's... They die of dysentery? <laughs> I don't think so. It reminded me a lot of uh, that, what is that, Sid Meier's Pirates game that, that I was playing for a while. That time. does sound similar in the way that you hire your crew and you yeah. stock up your supplies. Every you week. probably don't dance with the French governor's daughter. Probably not. Which is probably a good thing. But that's coming out for the PC and the 360. Um, 60 bucks might be a little bit much, but it does seem like it's different. Well, but here's it's the different. thing. It's a strategy game, and there are not many strategy games on the 360. So if you're really into that genre, you're probably going to be willing to pay 60 bucks for it if it's good. Although if you're into that genre, you're probably going to play it on your PC for 40 So I, I, I can't imagine this staying at that price for very long. No. I, there's not a huge market for this. No, we've already talked about it for long enough. Okay. Uh, Space Invaders Extreme. Oh, this is a really good one. For the DS and the PSP. Yeah, coming out for both of the portable platforms. Uh, both at $20? That's... Yeah, $20. Okay. Uh, it is a remake of the original Space Invaders, but it, it kind of did the Pac-Man Collector's Edition, or Championship Edition, sorry. Uh, right. Remake style to it. So it's got that very... Uh, High contrast graphic style, uh, right. and it does that whole luminous thing kind of where your soundtrack and the and the special effects kind of mix together to form I don't know this this new hip thing. Uh, this new hip thing. Okay. Well, it, it's it's like the hip. It, it's a certain aesthetic for games, like right. where you have these like the Coldplay uh, Apple iTunes. Yeah, it it almost is that kind of a, that kind of uh, look to it. That's trendy. Yeah, it's a trendy look, and it, it kind of mixes stuff up by you actually have boss battles where you're fighting against giant space invaders, or you'll shoot a space invader and more space invaders will pop out of it. the The different patterns they take changes up a lot of the time. So, um, if they did this with Frogger, would you like it then? Um, like let's say they put crazy music and. Frogger was all like, "What are those peace frogged out instead of just normal Frogger?" I, th- <laughs> if they could do it in a way that that kept the core gameplay the same, but just updated it, which I think is what makes Space Invaders Extreme work, and I think that's what makes Pac Man works. Yeah, they Pac-Man have the same really simple uh, control scheme, but it it's just been modernized. Right. Well, you know what else has been modernized? What's Wacky that? races. Wacky races. Mm-hmm. You remember parking in the uh, the lots at Kings Island when they were all named after the Hanna Barbera characters. Sure. Yeah, that's what Wacky Races makes me think of Kings Island. Uh, but it was that Hanna Barbera cartoon where you had a whole bunch of teams of racing. And Dastardly and Muttley. Yeah. Well, my favorite. See, that's interesting that you go there right away because my favorite were the Slag Brothers. I have pictures of me at Kings Island with those big. The guys with the they they were the were the Slag Brothers the uh, big what? hairy cavemen. Oh, they were they were the Captain Caveman lookalikes. Yes. Okay. 
Right. Which I guess te- was Captain Caveman Hanna Barbera too. Yeah, Captain Caveman was probably the one you got your picture taken right. with. Right. It's interesting that they're all Hanna Barbera, but they they were all exactly the same. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I I I think that was they might have been related to Captain Caveman. I'm sure somebody since they everybody's up in their cartoons. Somebody will point. Somebody will point that. out that, yeah. but uh, I cannot believe this is a viable license still. Yeah, it is, and it's a racing game. You, well, well, obviously, yeah. you collect widgets. It was interesting okay. to me that they call them widgets um, for your your vehicles. your cars. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so then they'll all do different things, and there's not a whole lot of information available. But it's it's forty dollars. They they actually had one of these for the Dreamcast, and I thought that was a reach to bring back wacky races at that well, point. But you've got this new Wii Wheel that everyone has to use. Okay, I mean, I it. It's I it makes it sense. Cool. Yeah, it's it just is there a new Wacky Races out on Cartoon Network or something? Have you no. heard anything? No. I, okay, okay. I don't know. Somebody owns the rights, and that's true. It's just an odd license to see. Well, I don't know. Arachnoid, Arachnoid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Arachnoid. Uh, we're moving on to the DS titles yeah. now. Arkanoid is another uh, remake. Arachnoid um, would be a cool name for a game. Anyway. <laughs> but sure. Uh, you know what Arkanoid is, right? Yeah, it's like Breakout. Yeah, it's like Breakout. It was, uh, I loved it on the, the NES. <laughs> I loved it on my TI-82. <laughs> oh, no, totally different thing. <laughs> your your TI-82, that, that game was, that game was boring. That Arkanoid was... They got me through calculus. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, sure. Arkanoid was, was high-tech. You had power-ups and where you could catch the ball. And I it... saw you playing the demo or watching the demo. No, no, that that's the other game that came out for the WiiWare this week. Oh, that... Uh, that oh. That's like... I don't know. We, we get to that here in a little while. But Arkanoid, <laughs> uh, not as updated as what they did with uh, Space Invaders. It's pretty much... The same. Arkanoid, yes. And... Uh, Unfortunately, when they brought it out over here, they didn't bring a paddle controller with it. When it came out in Japan, it came with an attachment for your DS that, that put a little knob on there that you could turn to control your, your paddle. Yeah. Uh, so I played the demo for the DS version. It's out there on the Nintendo channel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two different control schemes you can use. You can either control it with the D-pad, which uh, not that great. Or you can control it with the stylus and just move the paddle back and forth. Also, also not, that great. not that great. So what you're saying is go to Play Asia and buy the buy Japanese the paddle for it. If you really need it, I I don't know. I know the well, paddle. You works. just said that the other stuff's not that great. Well, do you need this Arkanoid? Game. Yeah. Well, if you do, we all do. We, any of us really need <laughs> any of this? Arkanoid. If you need Arganoid, you gotta give them tell them which is the best version to buy. Well well it's it's the Japanese version that comes with the paddle then. I but play that Asia. that runs you fifty bucks. Is oh. Arkanoid a fifty dollar game for you? You can use the paddle with Space Invaders Extreme though. Well that right there makes it a good deal. Possibly, maybe for somebody. I think having a paddle on my DS would be cool. Well, I, I... I can't argue with you. I mean, just... I can't tell you one game that I actually want to play that has a paddle, but I might need a paddle for my DS. I can't tell you why. Well, it only supports Arkanoid and <laughs> Space Invaders and Extreme, so... Well, then, I don't know. <laughs> All 
All right. It seems that seems fun to me that it goes on your like you get a little knob. Well, I agree. It's like an accessory. I, I agree. It sounds. That's why the DS sells so well. You can accessorize it up. I would have liked to have seen them brought it over here. Okay, so um, Black Sigil: Blade of the Exiled was one game that you gave me, but I went to their website and mm-hmm. it was still in beta testing as of a week ago. So my guess is it's not coming out, and if it is, they beta tested it pretty darn quick. But this is a Game Boy Advance game that was developed for the Game Boy Advance, as the Game Boy Advance was not doing so well, so they. Decided to wait and see how this thing called the DS did, and, and maybe they'd release it for that, which is what they decided to do. Okay. But that was two years ago. Okay. It's an RPG that looks like um, Chrono Trigger. Oh, really? Yeah. It looks like Chrono Trigger. It looks fun. I mean, it looks like it could be a really good little RPG on the DS. Uh, Probably but... not coming out this week, though. Well, it worries me whenever it takes them that long to port a game that they pretty much had ready to go for the Game Boy Advance. Okay, so they definitely have to upgrade the, you know, the controls and make it touch screen. Maybe. Or we're going to get this game and we're all going to think, wow, this is a great Game Boy Advance game that should be in the other end of my DS. And then that just makes me mad when they spend... Two well, years. Well, they they had this in development, obviously, and they came. This is Graffiti Entertainment, who had a couple other RPGs out at the end of the Game Boy right. uh, lifespan, um, which I think some of those are coming out as well. Uh, I think there was one called uh, Back to Stone or or something along those lines, which I think they're bringing over to the DS now to hopefully recoup some of that uh, cost they had of not making money on the Game Boy Advance. Well, so. I mean, it looks like it could be a good game. It really does. But their website, like I said, it was updated on June 2nd, and it said it was it had just entered beta testing. So, I don't know, maybe two weeks of beta testing is all you need, but my guess is it takes at least a week to ship it out, so. Well, I, yeah, probably not coming out this week, but maybe. Uh, but if you maybe, see it, maybe. you know, I don't think it's a bad purchase. Uh, also, what is a really good purchase... This is probably the best purchase of the week. Yeah, as far as my money goes. Entry in Odyssey 2, Heroes of the Lagarde. Mm-hmm. There's two A's in Lagarde that, that lets you know that it's extra geeky. Yes. Um, I loved Entry in Odyssey. My, yes, you did. One of my favorite DS games. Um, it amazes me that that was one of the games I was playing when we first started recording this show last year. And I... They already have a sequel for it. it it's great. I, I know I'm going to stick this in my DS, and it's going to be in there for at least a month while I go through all the dungeons. Those not familiar with the series, it's a very old-school RPG, and our, our cat is currently on the table now. Mini Kitty's podcasting. She's never podcasted before. No. Uh, say hello, Mini Kitty. She doesn't talk to strangers. You know that. Yeah, we've trained her well. But Etrian Odyssey... <laughs> It's, it's she wanted a, to talk about chasing the chipmunk today. That was a good game. Well, there are lots of woodland creatures in, in Etrian Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, okay. so you, We're crazy cat people now. Let's move back into normal people mode. Right? Oh, that, that sounds like a good idea. Let's let's stop talking to the cat. And, <laughs> and start. She's in my lap. Well, I realized that. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> they don't give me much choice. They just plop themselves down with whatever I'm doing and say, here I am, pet me. Well, she should have came in like during a... Another game like Wacky Racers or Deadliest Cat come Catch back, or something. Come back 
Or Imagine Rockstar Mini. Or Pets, Dogs, Fashion. Maybe yeah. that's what she's going to talk about. Maybe okay. that's what she's interested in, yes. Yeah. So Etrian Odyssey, still a old school RPG. Still your favorite game on the DS. Where you're, you're going through a maze and you actually map out the maze as you go along by drawing the map as yeah. you go along. And it really appeals to the engineer in you, doesn't it? Well, it's just fun because there's these enemies in there called uh, foes, all capital letters there. Foes. Foes, which are more powerful than your party is to begin with. Okay. So you can see them on the map by little red dots, Mm -hmm. and they're constantly moving around. And so you kind of think of a chance in trying to map out this dungeon and hope you don't get to a dead end where the foes can trap you because you don't know where you're going, obviously. You can't, right. you can't right. tell. No, no I'm, I'm following. Okay. It, it's just it's a very satisfying experience. I like it. Well, good. And this is more of the same. Yes. They've added three more character classes. You can now have a beast, which is like a foe, but on your your team now. Okay. Um, You can have a improved he's like a cross between a priest and a hunter so he can both attack and heal um kind that of like a pal- paladin type character but i think yeah. there was paladins already but somehow he's different and then there's a new gunner character who has a fanciful gun of some sort um sounds like you'll have fun yeah and they, they've kind of toned it down a little bit to where even though there's still a lot of grinding you can now warp back out of the the dungeon every five levels instead of every ten or fifteen. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit less repetitive. Yeah. Um, but it yeah, it's a great game. Give it a try. Me? Uh, anybody? I should probably play the first one if I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, it, it it gets frustrating at the beginning, but once you get the hang of it, it's so this is very addictive. One of your favorite Alice games. Uh, yeah, I really like it. Um, I got Imagine Rockstar, uh, which is put out by Ubisoft, who... Well, by got, you mean you, you got to preview it. You yeah. didn't actually get the game. No. No, I... No. Um, I drew <laughs> previewing Imagine Rockstar, and... Um, well, you're an expert at these Imagine series. Yeah, because Imagine Veterinarian, it always amazes me that, like, that's, that I, that I have a profession that's... There's Imagine Veterinarian, and then there's Imagine Rockstar. <laughs> they haven't come out with Imagine Engineer yet. No. We just sit at a computer all day, fiddle around with Ansys and Unigraphics. <laughs> and help your boss and install Excel. old, uh, old uh, laptop memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that'd be part of it, too. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it's a rhythm-based game where you can be any member of the band that you please, and you get to buy clothes and you try and make yourself uber uh, that that sounds great uber fantastic and so it is rhythm based though it is okay but it's all original music yeah yeah Uh uh-huh that's what i imagine that yeah it's video gaming music. (laughs) i can't imagine that is good the one preview that i read was used the the verb video or the adjective video gamey okay the music Mm. is video gamey which i don't think is a positive Maybe it is. So what I think Maybe should happen about good video game instead music. of just buying this game is we should wait until they come out with Rock Band for the DS. Well, they're coming out with Guitar Hero for the DS very soon. I think that might oh, be next week. Fine. Well, that's good. So don't buy this. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, you managed to get, not buy, but draw, uh, Pet's Dog Fashion. 
Dogs. Do- dogs fashion. Yes. Yes. Um, because I pretty much told you there's no way I was previewing this. Yeah, you can dress up your pets in over uh, 400 different items. Sweet. Varying from different kinds of accessories like bows and different collars and get little outfits for them and you get your different breeds and you set up your fashion shows. Which Good. Which then you can, uh, you get to take pictures of them so you can record just just how sad your life has been. Um, unless you're a little girl. Sad. Unless you're a little girl. I I I I can see the little girl aspect, which I I think that's who this this is uh, aimed at. That's sad. What are you going making fun of people buying this game for? You know they're buying it for their little sisters or daughters. Or... Oh, I'm sure they'll love it. Looks great. Well, I I the next one we have to talk about is, is uh, Tamagotchi Connection Corner Three. They keep putting these out. Yeah, um, mini games. It's more of the same. It's okay. The same layout it's just that you've got some new stores within the little tamagotchi world and that means new mini games um i've always liked the art style of those games so do i that was the whole did you read my preview that was the whole point of my preview is the art style is so fun to me that it makes me want to buy them even though i don't really like mini game compilations i honestly never remember what these games are every time they come around i go like oh that looks fun i know the art style makes me want to buy it yeah but I think we can pass. We've passed twice before. I think we can we can pass thrice. Maybe Wombat will send me one. <laughs> finds one in the drawer at, at a UGO. Yeah. Because God knows nobody's going to be clamoring yeah. over that one. Um, For okay. the PSP this week is Secret Agent Clank. Yes. I also previewed this, kind of. You, I previewed it in writing, and you played the demo. I put a little bit of the demo. So uh, this is Clank from Ratchet and & Clank, um, and it's... A PSP title where Clank is the main character. He has an alter ego that is a secret agent. And Ratchet has been framed for a crime that he didn't commit. So Clank has to kind of clear his name and be a spy. Uh, The levels alternate between Clank levels, which are initially really stealth-based. Because you don't have any of your weapons built up. So you have to be really stealthy, like Metal Gear Solid kind of stealthy. But then later, once you get your weapons built up, you can pretty much just go through and shoot them up. So they kind of, it's like halfway through the game, people were complaining that they kind of forgot what the whole game was about. And they're like, eh, whatever, screw the stealth, just shoot them. Well, the stealth isn't any fun. Well, but... that The level that I played, since you're talking about the, the, the clank levels right now. Yeah. The first level in the demo is a clank level. Right. And it is pretty standard platforming. With you having to avoid vision cones, right? It's I I don't is it relevant still? Like it, it seems like a good enough game, but I don't know. I I don't want to play this on my PSP. Well, fair enough. Uh, you also can be Ratchet in some levels and Quark in others. Um, mm-hmm. But I did play a Ratchet level. The people were saying that. It alternates too much and it gets really distracting, like because it's just really different types of gameplay and it, the game doesn't flow. Yeah, the uh, the ratchet level that I played was pretty much just an arena based battle where I had to get through a certain round number of rounds of beating enemies. Right. Um, so you had your wrench and you had like uh, 
you had different weapons that you could pick up in the level and use. Um, but again, it wasn't all that compelling or anything. It's getting okay scores, but they're kind of ranging from six and a half out of ten to eight and a half. Um, I, I can see that. I, I think I, yeah, I mean, that's it's, fair. It's one of those games where people are, you're either going to pick it up and go, Ugh, this is not anything fun. Or you're going to pick it up and go, okay, that was decent. It's it it's just on it how feels much you very spend on dated. It. Well, you know, maybe it's time for it, it's weird. Ratchet and Clank to either uh, join this. Well, it did with the PS3 or... version, right? But uh, the PS you don't want to go back then. Yeah, the, I don't know that you want to play this on your PSP. I mean, it's a big big name title, and a lot of people are going to buy it because of that. But uh, it just doesn't even work really well as a portable game. I don't know. Well, we've also got some PC games that we're just going to kind of go through because we uh, recruited CAG Treehouse Gamer to wrote up just quick synopsis about each of the games. Um, yeah, so we put out that, that little casting really nice. call last time. Yeah, that was very, very helpful. Uh, Legends of Norath Oathbreaker. Yeah, uh, that is apparently a online collectible card game. Okay. Um, we don't have to go through it. No, I, I was just... Gonna give a little synopsis there. That that's pretty much all you need to know. Okay. Um, let's see. Then you had Political Machine two thousand eight. Yes. Which uh, is a satire of sorts of uh, going through the election process. Um, fairly popular. Yeah, that's kind of a fun uh, simulation. I mean, it is a sim, right? Um, is that what you would call it? What I type don't of... know how. I I would guess it's a simulation slash mini game type of thing. Hmm. Um, I'm not positive, but that's what I could see working in my head. Um, and he recommended if you're interested, if the sounds kind of interesting to you, you should pick up the original, uh, which is like $10, uh, and then go to this one. So that's kind of a good, good advice. Uh, Spore Creature Creator, which you... I downloaded the demo for the Mac... Okay. Right before the show, I tried to launch it. It said my MacBook did not have the minimum requirements, the, and it may not run well. Your brand new Mac. Well, well it's not it's brand, brand new, new but, but it it's not that old. <laughs> I was really surprised, and so I clicked it. I installed it. I launched it, and anytime okay. I try to click anything, it just takes me back to the desktop. Hmm. So I've got to fiddle around with that to see what's going on. What minimum requirements don't you? I, well, I mean, it doesn't have the greatest graphics card in the MacBook, but I, I thought this, I thought Spore was like a wide appeal type of game where it's going to run on very minimum system requirements. So I, I was very surprised to huh. know that I if it there runs was a problem. On mine. Uh, we can try it on on your iMac, uh, but this is the new game. Well, not quite the new game, but this is the creature creator tool for the upcoming the Spore, which is the new Will Wright game. Uh, let's see. Supreme Ruler 2020. So I tried to test out a PC game, everyone. Didn't work. Let I give go. up. Let it go. You <laughs> tried to test out a Mac game. Well, that's what First I have. First of all. That's what I have. Second of all, it's not their fault your computer's not strong enough to run it. <laughs> okay, Supreme Ruler 2020. Uh, this is a uh, strategy game with a lot of strategy. Probably, I would guess it's a, an expansion of some sort for uh, the original Supreme Supreme Ruler. Oh, wait. Isn't that other one Supreme Commander? I'm so confused. And that's our PC person. 
glad. I'm glad we found Treehouse Gamer. I really am. Yeah, yeah. So we mentioned him. We're moving on to on the DL. Well, but he's really put together. He, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I think is so. Really put together um, some good previews. And yeah, I some good little write-ups. Because and we do. that gives you something to read and. Yeah. And it gives uh, people a chance to buy through the CAG links to the Amazon page. So yeah, that's good. appreciates that. Cheapy. Uh, on the DL, so uh, we've got a lot of downloadable games because there's like 20 of them. Holy cow. There's a few this week. Uh, first yeah. off, for WiiWare, there's Blackbreaker Deluxe. Which is this the game that you were playing? This is the game that we all, like, we watched the video of. Epilepsy, colors everywhere. There's a lot going on. Shooting stuff, and it's like Breakout. and Yeah, it's Breakout. And uh, what's the one with the little ship? That you shoot at the other little ships. Oh, you're thinking of uh, the one on Xbox Live? No, the, the old arcade game that... Galaga? Uh, yeah, it's it's it becomes Galaga of sorts well, it at takes, some point when you get a gun. That takes out of Arkanoid as well. Arkanoid has a power rep where you can actually shoot. So it's shoot. an Arkanoid ripoff. It is. That was originally a cell phone game. Um, it's $8 for Oh, it's wear. got the 80s theme to yes, it. Yes, it, it is that one. Yeah, big bangs and black sunglasses. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't know, $8. You control it with the Wiimote, too, so I can't imagine that's very satisfactory. No. Uh, Kokuto Fishing Master? Yeah, this was originally a PS2 game. It's this is $7. $7 for WiiWare. Uh, they've shoehorned some uh, Wii controls in there, so you can cast and reel and everything like that. Uh, it's a fantasy fishing game the all the characters if you're not familiar with kakoto from previous uh cag four plays he's a little imp character okay um that is a star of like kart racing and and all kinds of other like platforming games I remember and the kart racing and circus shooting games and not everything like budget games budget games right like as seen on tv type <laughs> Yeah, sure. If there like, was such a thing, you know, middle of the night cable I, TV type. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, yeah, sure. I'm not sure. You, <laughs> but, you are so annoying to talk to sometimes. <laughs> well, thank you. It just makes getting through an hour long show kind of difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. Well, that's that's fine. I, I uh, I've actually picked this game up at at Walmart. As in picked it up off the shelf and looked at it and set it back down. I know. I read your preview. That's yeah. pretty much word for word. Yeah. So uh, I I can't imagine it's very good. Okay. Samurai Showdown. Showdown. Yeah. It, it doesn't have a W in there. You're correct. On purpose? On purpose. That's how they spell that, it. Is that a quirky little... I don't know. Maybe that's how they could trademark it. I'm not sure. words or what? No, no. It's, it's definitely samurais fighting each other in okay. a showdown format. Uh, this is a classic art arcade game uh, 2d fighter it is nine dollars for the virtual console and it's also available on snk arcade classics which is twenty dollars for the ps2 uh and is coming out for the wii shortly so mm. i would uh save your money for that just okay. uh buy the compilation fatal inertia x uh i think it's Holy ex cow thirty dollars yeah this thirty this oh. is we actually named a title of one of our past shows after this. This was the Evil Gravity oh. episode. This was a futuristic racing game. Racing, yeah, I previewed this game. Yeah, it, it's it was horrible back on the 360 mm -hmm. when it was an actual retail release. 
they've reportedly fixed some stuff up. They've uh, added some six-axis controls. They've improved the graphics, added some more tracks. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be any good still. Hmm. It was pretty bad on 360 $30? Yeah. Wow. $30, and it's a downloadable game. Well, I mean, uh, it's it was originally supposed to be a retail product. And it took them a while to get it to market, so they decided to just go the digital distribution route. So you're not paying for a uh, case. You're not paying for cover art. You're not paying for the disc. You're not paying paying for it to be mailed anywhere. So what they're saying is if they were going to release it, they would have released it at $50. And I think that's not. I that. think that's what it came out for on the 360. Was either forty or fifty. It's it's down to like twenty dollars now for the 360. Right, which means it should be fifteen for a downloadable version on the PlayStation Three. Uh, I think there's supposed to be a demo of it on Thursday, so check it I out just, to see I if it got any better. But I just cannot believe they're they're seriously trying to charge thirty dollars for this game. It, it's it's a bit of a stretch. That just I blows agree. my mind. I mean, look at the rest of the prices: eight, seven, nine. 10, 10, 15, and that's for Guilty Gear X. Yeah, but they... 29? Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a a current-gen, bigger-budget game. So uh, I understand why they're trying to get more for it, but I don't think it's worth it. Well, and that just goes back to the, you know, do you sell a game at a cheaper price to sell more, or do you sell a game at a higher price and just... You know, no, you're going to sell less. But anyway, uh, Elements of Destruction, Xbox Live Arcade for $10. I talked about this before in the DS version of the game. Mm-hmm. You remember this is the one where you controlled weather and you tore down the cities with like your tornadoes yeah, or you your, really your thunderstorms. Yeah, you really liked the concept. I did like the concept, so I'm, I'm interested to see how the 360 version turns out. Um, the DS version got really hard really fast. Right. And it also got a bit repetitive because uh, there's only so many ways you can you can have only storms. Only so many weather systems. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in this. Uh, there's, of course, going to be a trial available. They look like they really updated the graphics from the DS version. It looks like a totally different game, just the same concept. Um, but if if you like uh, like a SimCity-type atmosphere and you like... Uh, just rampaging through those cities with uh, different kinds of storms. It, it could be fun. I think it's, it offers some kind of online co-op as well. Um, sea Life Safari is the downloadable game that you gave me. Okay. Uh, for the Xbox Live I know nothing about this one. Um, you, you deep sea dive. Okay. So it's a like a Pokemon Snap type thing then where you're taking pictures yeah. or... You take pictures. You keep a log of what you've seen. Okay. And you get stars. All right. It, it sounds... Uh, it's just all whether or not it's implemented well or not. Because there was that one for the Wii that was pretty good, like Blue Ocean or something along those lines. Uh, it's not very exciting. I don't know. Try the trial, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. $10, though, huh? That's all I can say. $10. Okay. And then for Xbox Originals... Real quickly, we have Guilty Gear, Double uh, X Number Sign Reload. Why is that really the title? Uh, What's it, with the number sign? The number sign, I think, is shorthand for slash. It, it's, I don't know, it, it it's just Would always been there. Slash? Slash. Be shorthand for slash? Well, 
I don't know. <laughs> it's it's okay. very it's it's oh, a great two yeah. D fighter. It is. I, um, that's why I was saying. You can pick it up used or new on Amazon for around ten dollars. So uh, yeah, but maybe you want it on your Xbox. yeah. Maybe you want it to. You don't have to deal with the disc. Right. But uh, great over the top two D fighter. Oh, and... the Legend of Spyro: A New Beginning. You know, I, you and I have a lot of problems with Spyro games. I don't the think they're very good. We've played not been good and they've been hard and we've played them until we got stuck and then we get mad and then they go back on the shelf and i can never i can't tell them apart i can't either so i don't remember which ones we've played and which ones we haven't we've played four or five of them but we avoid them i mean when we go to like the used game sales and we're trying to fill in some of our platformers because we don't have all the jack and daxters and you know we never i mean we run from the spyro games yeah not a fan no. Not a fan. We, the three that we own mm-hmm. per Gamepedia, I mean, I'd be okay with if they went and lived at the Well, the original store. Spyro was okay. That one was done by Insomniac. I don't know. Spyro. Just, Spyro, the big purple dragon makes me, I don't know, I have an aversion. But if you don't, it's $15 and it's a platformer. Fair enough. How about that? Sounds good. Um, okay, so message in a bottle. Do we really have to call it that? Um, we got a a couple messages, uh, but the best one this week was from Glock Glock, who wrote, Shipwreck, you seem to be a huge fan of most of the Atlas games, but what is your take on the 360 exclusive game Operation Darkness that is set to release June 24th? That's next week. Mm-hmm. It is getting horrible reviews so far. EGM gave it a 52 out of 100. OXM gave it a 2 out of 10. Wow, that's good. I think you get a 2 out of 10 just for getting a name on it. And the demo was pretty lackluster as well. Plus a crazy plot. Nazi zombies, vampires, and werewolves. Is this game that is this a game that you all pick up at launch, pick up at a lower price, or just avoid altogether? First of all, Nazis, zombies, vampires, and werewolves? That sounds great to me. It does. I, I, I see nothing wrong with that at all. That that no. if you added in that scores higher than a two out of ten anyways. You'd, you'd be done. Okay. So I played the demo. Um I do not understand the two out of ten reviews. They they made no sense to me whatsoever. Okay. Um I understand where it's not a game for everybody and it does the graphics do look dated. They look like a PS two game. Okay. Um just what, how much a little bit higher res. Uh, I'm not sure what, what the price is for it. Uh, I would assume $60. Um, okay. I'm assuming it's a full price game, uh, but we'll cover it next week as well. I played the demo. I liked the demo. I'm not going to pay $60 for it because I know that it's going to drop in price because of these scores that it's receiving. Right. Um, but as far as entertainment value, you were fairly entertained. I was the entertained. It, it's a very basic, um, strategy game where, you have a squad of people. Mm-hmm. Some of them happen to be werewolves. Or Nazis. Well, we're fighting against the Nazis. Okay. It's it's a World War II game, obviously, because of the Nazis. But uh, you have You have some werewolves. of your some of your members are werewolves, some of the Nazis are vampires. Okay. Um and you select each character. Each character has their own attributes and different weapons, and some of them have magic attacks. And you move them however many spaces you want to move them, you hide them behind cover. Um, it's very tactical. I, I don't see a problem with it. It's not, it's not a plus plus material or anything. It's not a, it's not an eight what out of 10. What would you give it out of 10? Six. Which is viable. Yeah. It's, 
I, I think the five or well, I think the six range is viable at a lower price. Viable at a lower price if you are willing to like a different type of game. Right. Like if you like well, sometimes this style you want to play crap, and not that it's crap, but sometimes you just get into moods where you want to play something that's yeah. quirky or different or which this is. Um, yeah. And. I know that the the dialogue is cheesy. I know the cutscenes are really cheesy, but it it kind of adds to I don't know the appeal of it to me. And I understand why these magazines and these websites who are going after mass market right because it's out not these kind a of, game that's no. gonna be it, it's not a game that you want the average person to go out and see that you gave it a seven out of ten and right, they go out and buy then it and they're gonna go out and buy it and then they're gonna be mad at you right for giving it a seven out of ten right but i i think two out of ten that's ridiculous for this game it two out of ten to me is completely broken and this game isn't well fair enough uh we should start a ranking system we are i'm working on that currently actually for us well for for cag i oh we're working on uh putting together the the review are you uh, allowed to talk about that yeah, everybody knows that's that's coming. Oh, but uh, for CAG 2.0, for CAG 2.0, we're, we're going to be doing some reviews of some sort in the future, and I'm I'm to trying to work through uh, what the format for that is or potential formats. I mean, we need to have something that that separates foreplay to foreplay 2.0. <laughs> well, uh, I'll get to work on that get too right on as, that. as soon as I put up that uh, that tour of uh, foreplay thread that i've been yeah, working on for three weeks 2.0 yeah <laughs> oh, all right well, well, let's wrap it up well um all right as always our show is sponsored by godaddy you can get 96 dollars in free extras with your domain name from godaddy.com each domain includes free hosting with a website builder a free blogcast, complete email and much more Plus, as a listener of CAGCAST or CAG4Play, you can enter the code CAG, that's C-A-G, when you check out and save an additional 10% on any order. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Go do that. They should. Uh, you can, as always, dig us. We are almost 900. Yeah, we're at 899 right now. And, Somebody uh... right now, go dig us. <laughs> and there, we're at 900. Good job. Um, sweet. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah, we're moving up the Maybe charts we'll there. we'll throw a party when we have a thousand. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll throw a party. Uh-huh. A podcast party. We'll, we'll have the party here, and they can listen to how much fun it is. We can get no- noisemakers and stuff. That'll be really fun to listen to. Sure. Well, we've got big episode number 50 coming up here soon, too. Yeah, but we've been doing it for a year, so shouldn't we be at 52? Well, we should, but we missed a few weeks. Hard to imagine, but we did. I know. Um, uh iTunes. That's reviews. another place you can review on us. iTunes. Yes, that is. Yeah. Uh, CADcast, as always, the CADcast is coming out on Fridays now, so check that out. And there's a written form of our previews on Cheap Ass Gamer that you can check out. If you have questions, email us at shipwrecks at cheapassgamer.com or foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. Hiccup, sorry, column. <laughs> That's okay. The hiccup's not usually in there. No, no, don't type in hiccup. It's just foreplay at cheapassgamer.com. Uh, and don't forget to enter our contest. Yes, we, we just had won this week. Only one contest. And congratulations this week. to the winners. So if you won the contest from last week, PM ship and we'll get you your prize. And don't forget to 
join the new uh, CADcast Facebook group as well. And Lick PM'd me on Xbox Live the other day to find out if Monster Madness was good. We've already pointed that out. Yeah, no. 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 Um, I got an email from uh, from South Peak today, though. Uh, one of the E3 emails, uh, and I saw one of the games that they're going to be showing is uh, the PS3 version of Monster Madness. So I'll have to check that out at E3 and see. Uh, maybe it's better. And maybe, not if they quite improved so it. headache-ish. Um, yeah. Yeah, and thanks for all the people that didn't notice that we were playing uh, Indiana Jones for like 12 hours straight. <laughs> Well, I think we're gonna go do that right now. I mean, uh, we got some more achievements to get. Yeah, we do, and there's a little bit of time before bed. Sweet. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a good week, and we will see you next week. Later, guys. Bye.